0: hey everybody this is shelly your mouthy mama talking trash and truths i want to apologize for not having a live tarot reading on tuesday i am pre-recording this because i have a very important doctor's appointment later that afternoon and i definitely won't make it home in time to do the the live stream so i didn't want to leave you without a weekly look and maybe some insights if any cards call out to me so again we're going to go through these for wednesday thursday friday wednesday thursday oh hello they're very active i think they enjoy being used lately there's a whole bunch it could just be that their energy is bunching together I love waiting for that pull. Most of the time lately, it's a energy exchange, which is nice because I really don't have a whole lot of energy to expel. But sometimes I, I can feel them depending on like the news that they're going to give me. Sometimes like when they're really, really icy, I, I'm reluctant to even look at the card. Because it's telling me that, yeah, this is the card, but you're not going to enjoy it. And this is purely for entertainment purposes, but I do have to say that I tend to believe there's a grain of truth in everything that happens, including the cards that I pick because they're the cards that want to be picked. Is it in my imagination? Maybe. I don't know. You can't prove that it is, and I can't prove that it isn't. So we are at an impasse. That's why you have to believe in something. You don't. Have, it doesn't have to be a rational belief. It doesn't have to be a provable belief. It just has to be something you feel in your heart. And please don't comment about my horrible nails. I know I have to do them. It's terrible. But it's been kind of a rough week. All right. Now I'm going to think about somebody and we are going to see, I think I want to know, yeah, more instead of a person, I really want a heart card. My dudes, a heart card. All right. So I would pull one for money for the week, but honestly, I'm afraid it's going to tell me that I'll be even more broke than I already am. And I'm not willing to take that chance. So let me not, you know, like court chaos. Alrighty. So Wednesday, Ooh, five of cups. Now this, this is all about, you know, psyche and running after, you know, what she wanted. And it's a really, it's a, it's a cool story. Um, And I'll tell you in in just a couple minutes Oh, the Ace of Wands for Thursday Very big with the um, Masculine energy And Nine of Swords For Friday That actually doesn't mean What a lot of people are going to assume It means All right, so for Wednesday The Five of Cups, you have there's this thing that we do where when happiness is presented to us and given to us with no, um, I guess, negative effects to our lives, we question it. You've heard, you know, too much of a good thing, whatever. You can't, you know, if if something seems like it's, you know, too good to be true, it usually is. This is the... The very epitome of, okay, I want to give you this great life. I want to love you and be with you forever. You just have to not do this one thing. And in this story, the one thing, because this is like you know, one of the gods of love. I, I believe it's Eros, but um, and Psyche, and she and she was very lonely. He fell in love with her. He said, "Listen, I will." take you to bed every night I will give you riches I will love you I will be with you only I will be dedicated to you but basically like you can never look at me so she didn't know what he looked like she fell in love with him she gave herself to him but she never saw him but she was happy and she was ignorant of what he looked like but his looks didn't matter to her anymore it was everything else And judging him based on his looks, it probably would have made her more insecure than anything. You know, she was a good, like a good person to be with him. And, you know, she had a good personality, but she didn't have to rely on her looks because he wasn't, they were actually a detriment to their own happiness because people would judge them or want to be with them based purely on their looks or their power or their status. And, Those things are all temporary. They can be gone in the blink of an eye. You've seen how life, you know, just does cancel culture, ruins people. And it takes, what, a a couple sentences sometimes. That's it. Sometimes it doesn't even need to be that. Somebody just decides one day, I just don't like him. I just makes up some shit. She was in love with him. He was in love with her. She was not allowed to see him. So he would come to her under the cover of darkness at night. They would go to bed. They would make love. They, you know, talk and everything was hunky-dory. And people started like getting jealous of the fact that she was so happy. And, well, who are you with? Like, we want to know. So she tells them the story and right away they see their opening. This is why you don't tell people your private information. You don't tell them personal stories unless they're like in the past. Don't tell them what you got going on now. Because whether they like you or not, jealousy is a very, very, very real thing. And their envy and their, oh, it's not fair. It should have been me. That will, they will do something to put the kibosh on whatever your dreams are. It's like people who, you know, you've heard of these women that they know like a couple who like they've had their baby names picked out since, you know, they were in high school, but they're having a hard time, like, you know, conceiving. And then this chick goes off and like, gets knocked up by some guy in a bar. And when they're like, Oh, what's the baby's name? And she gives the name that they had picked for their child. She was like, Oh, I just liked it. But you just stole their dream. That's why you don't do that. You don't tell people the things that are most sacred to you because they will ruin you. This is the story of someone ruining you. So they talk to her and they tell her, oh, he must be hideous. He must be a monster. He must be, you know, like all these horrible things. And they're like, you have to, you have to see who it is for your own safety. We're only thinking of you. They weren't thinking of her. They were thinking of themselves. So the night, you know, when he comes over, she takes the the oil lamp and she puts the light near his face and some of the oil spills out and burns his shoulder. He jumps up and he's just like, Oh my God. Like I, I asked you for one thing, this one thing. And he goes running off. And this is like supposed to tell us that we're given something. And because we can't just accept what it is, we probe and probe and probe until we ruin it. And then we're forever chasing what we had before we knew. So in other words, it's almost like ignorance is bliss. Because once you know something, you can't unknow it. And it, to know it is to betray this person, then you shouldn't do it. But, you know, that's the story that she did. And she chased him forever. And I mean, psyche, our minds, our minds are, you know, in a perpetual state of looking for love. That's the premise. That's why we're always looking for love because we betrayed love in the beginning. And now we're always looking for it and it is determined to evade us. So that's that. But as far as Wednesday goes, this means that if you get like a, an opportunity or an idea, don't, don't tell anybody work on it yourself, evolve it yourself. Because if you tell people they are going to throw a wrench in your works, steal your ideal, like something along those lines, and you will forever be chasing that idea that somebody else has ruined. It will always haunt you one way or another. So rather than do that, keep, keep stuff close to the vest on Wednesday because there are people out there who want to ruin you. And it's not about you. It's that they want to elevate themselves. But in order to do that, they have to do it on the backs of others. Stay away from those people. On Thursday, very masculine energy, um, Thursday is all about being, you know, in charge. And I don't mean at work or, you know, at school. You need to take Thursday to be in charge of you, to take the emotion out. Now, I've said about masculine energy, it's very specific. They are very detail but fact-oriented. They are problem solvers. They are not into the dramatics or the, oh my God, did you hear what she said? Oh my God. You know, like they're not into all that. When we come home and we're like, let me tell you about this girl. And, and we hit them with an hour and a half of information. They're sitting there probably going, when do you work? You're always bitching about how hard you work, but it sounds like all you people do is gossip at work. Like what's going on? And I, I feel you. Yeah, I do. I've, I've been there. but, And I've done it. I used to do it to my husband all the time. He knew all the stories. But um, their energy is very, okay, well, if that bitch won't leave you alone, why don't you tell your boss he would move your desk? <gasps> then everyone would know. Don't they already know? Well, they're not saying anything to me. Then they know. So move your desk. Oh, no, I don't want to draw attention to it. Then you don't want a solution to the problem. You just want something to bitch about every day to make, and that's how that conversation is going to go. This card is telling me that everybody, everybody, oh, and Thursday's the thirteenth as well. It's a very good day to do this. Has to embrace their their masculine energy and remove the emotional reactions. Don't be a reactionary. Don't be emotional. Don't let anybody live in your head that day because people are going to try your patience. They're going to try it and they're going to work that nerve, work that nerve, work that nerve. You can't let it happen. You will come out so much better. If you focus only deal with facts, be like today is a drama free day. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know it. I don't want to react to it. That's it. And if you remove any like emotional baggage you're carrying around that day, just for that day. And you're going to see so much that you can accomplish that you're going to want to repeat that. And it'll become part of your, your routine. Now I'm not saying men have it right because they can deal with some feminine energy as well. But on this day, it would be very, very beneficial to you in so many ways. If you removed the emotional power that takes over your day and replace it with your own type of power, your intelligence, your efficiency, your ability to see patterns, your ability to recall details, whatever it is, your ability to play, I don't know, G minor. I don't even know if that's an actual chord or what it's called, but whatever you can do, do it. Go do it. Enjoy it. Don't let anybody naysay you. And don't, don't, don't react. Because this is a very emotionally charged day. And the slightest thing could turn into a cataclysm. The smallest thing will be blown up. So please be careful on that day. So if you do what I told you to do and just take, you know, some of the emotion out, don't react. You're going to have a lot of luck, a lot of new ideas, a lot of fluff to your ideas. Like everything will expand. You'll expound upon, you know, what you were thinking before. And honestly, you can find new ways to do things. Just make sure you keep a level head. Anything you do that day that has to do with emotion is going to be so extra. Like, I'm extra. So just don't do it. You're forewarned. Now for Friday. Friday the 14th. The Nine of Swords. Now, the Furies are responsible for punishing humanity. You know, even demigods. With madness or... Um, you know like delusions or death or sickness or whatever like they they strike you down they they curse you and they will drive you mad telling you all things that aren't true they'll let you see things that aren't true and they usually do that to someone who is either angered the gods or is guilty of some great sin like you know genocide fratricide um patricide any of those asides emphasize like anything that has to do with a sin that cannot be forgiven the furies are unleashed on you and you pay through them their judgment some people were able to you know like go through it and earn back their you know sanity their peace of mind some were not and a lot of this is just about guilt So Friday you may hear things or see things or be told things from people that try to basically pull your guilt out of nowhere. And like they, they really have the ability to make you feel bad and it's because you know, they're miserable. They want people to be miserable with them. Just don't give into that. So on Friday, what you're going to see is like people reminding you of things you'd rather not remember you're going to see tv shows with you know themes you'd rather not watch um movies about things that you'd rather not know about that you don't find entertaining things that really start to weigh down your soul and turn your your day dark this is your opening into the weekend Do not allow something to occur that's going to turn you dark for the weekend because there's no point in throwing away those two days that you just worked five days for. So with this, just make sure whatever you have done in the past, God, forgive yourself. Even if you can't do it indefinitely, do it for the night, do it for the day. Give yourself, you know, 24 hours of being guilt free and see how much better you feel. Guilt is the most wasted emotion besides shame that destroys us internally as people. This is dark, and it's desolate, and you see it's like he's standing on loose pebbles not and loose stones. Not just, like, pushed together and, like, pushed down to make a pathway. This is going to be uncomfortable to walk on, you know, unless you feel you deserve it. Obviously, someone feels he deserves the desolation and, you know, the ominous background and the, the hard road to walk. And they're standing there with nine, nine swords now, again, sword can defend, sword can, you know, take life away. It all depends on how you use it. And it's going to be the same for the Furies. It's going to be the same for your guilt. It's going to be the same for your shame. Whatever emotion is going to drive you into this place of insanity where you sink into this pit of darkness, don't allow it. That's what the sword is for. You can give into it or you could tell it to go the fuck away. That you deserve a day free from all that. And then take the day for yourself, even if you're at work. I don't care. Put on a podcast that makes you laugh. You know, go, go outside. See if you find, like, a couple birds. Feed the birds. Look at cars that drive down. Like, anything that will tickle your fancy and just get you out of your head for a little while. You will feel so much better if you give yourself 24 hours of not thinking about stuff that makes you sad. Or makes you feel bad. Things you can't change. Things you can change. Choose 24 hours to just be like, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy the day. Oh, look. There's that guy I can't stand. But he's wearing really, really funny socks. I wonder if he knows they're different. You know what? I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to crack on him. But that's funny as I'm going to enjoy that myself and not feel bad. But I'm not going to say anything. You can balance it out. You could say, oh, I'm making fun of you in my head, but I'm not going to say it out loud, so I won't embarrass you. So, you know, you got lucky today, you know, but at the same time, now you don't have guilt from what you were thinking. Like you would have had guilt from saying it. Yeah, you would have amused yourself, but the minute you saw their face and you saw that they it didn't land like a joke, you'd feel bad. And I know there are people out there, I wouldn't feel that liar. Yes, you would. At some point you would. And I just, I don't want anybody to run into that. So if you can avoid anything that's going to bring you down or darken your day, do it. Just put it out of your mind. There are things you're going to have to do that you would rather avoid. You guys still got to do them. If you could put them off for a day, that'd be great. But if you procrastinate as much as I do. That's probably the day it's due anyway, so just do it. Um, as far as all this, it looks like a it looks like a good week. It looks like a decision making week, like a lot of spectator work this week. But this about love. Oh, see that is that love. This is saying keep your business to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Don't tell anybody you're happy. Number one, they're going to be like, that bitch rubbed it in my face. She's happy and I'm not. She doesn't know me. I know. Whatever. Just don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. Like you would, the, the most treasured object you own. You know, if you had a bar of gold in your home, I guarantee that shit would be wrapped up in like 19 blankets underneath some floorboards with a couch on top, with the grandma on top, with the, you know, legs bolted into the floor and a passcode for Charlie the chaplain down there that's like, garden it. Because it's precious. And it's valuable to you. Why would you protect your personal happiness and your chance for love with any less vigor. If anything, you should have a Fort Knox around your personal information. Seriously, because people will weaponize it. Simply because they felt like it. They were feeling vindictive that day. What do I know about such and such? Who can I throw this, you know, who can I throw this anger at? And then they remember, oh, oh, she's planning on doing it. Mm." I mean, she's happy now, but really, will she be happy in five years with him? I should tell her that I have my doubts about him so she gets out of it now because that's what good friends do. See, these people, they convince themselves that they're doing it for your benefit, but they're not. She's bored, doesn't have a boyfriend, wants you to go out with her again. And she's like, oh, you don't hang out because of your boyfriend. Yeah. Because as important as friends are, those friends have to know. Y'all are not going to get married and grow a family together and, you know, invest in a house together. I mean, some do, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, no. So, yeah, that if that's a potential life me and partner... Hell yeah, they have to focus on that. Is it a little douchey? Yeah, sometimes. And it doesn't feel great to be the one left behind. But you'll get your chance. And you'll do it. And you'll understand why that person had to do that. So for this, this is a two type of reading. So for one, don't tell people your business and don't listen to their naysaying. Because as soon as they put that earworm in, you're done. Your relationship is done. It's very, very hard to undo that within your own mind. Because doubt, I swear, it latches onto every single thought you have regarding that person and anybody who comes after them. And then you're going to go and believe whoever told you and trust them. No, if somebody's telling you like, oh, I don't like him because that's not your friend. It's not. Friends are supportive. They don't look for different ways to make you feel inadequate or make you feel wrong. So the flip side of this is don't be that other person either that has to constantly say something. Okay, you see that he's with her and she's with them. They're happy but maybe you don't like that. I don't know. He, he drives an orange car. I don't know. Maybe you don't like that. He doesn't make six figures and she does. They're okay with it. Why can't you be? And why is it your business? Where's your man? Where's your woman? Where's your perfect freaking life? Oh, you have one go back to it and let other people work on themselves. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of everybody sticking their nose in and thinking they know better. Nobody knows your heart or your situation like you do. Trust you, trust your partner. You either work it out or you walk away. But you do that together without a threesome, a foursome, a fivesome, because that's what it feels like. All these people feel like they have a right into your relationship and they don't. I say it all the time. If you're not feeding me, fucking me, or financing me, don't tell me what to do. And that goes for my friends too. We can talk about it. But if you know it's going to upset me. And throw a, a wrench in my life. Don't do it. Be my friend. And just let let me enjoy this while I can. And that's how it goes. So. That's all because it's late. And I still have to do another podcast. Because this is the week. Of doctor's appointments. Um, so. Thank you so much for watching my video. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy this show, please do all the clicky things and smash the like and subscribe buttons. And, you know, I just thank you for giving me even a couple seconds of your day. I look forward to this stuff. I wish I could have gone live. I really do enjoy that. And I love answering your questions. But next time, maybe I'll do a longer stream next time. And maybe I'll have a guest. Ooh, maybe I can get a guest that also does tarot cards. That means you, divinity. Anyway, all of you, I will see you around. Wish me luck at the doctors. And I will see you in the funny papers. Peace.